You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, the podcast starring Scott Patton and Shane James. Let's join them now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with Shane Jeremy James. In our last podcast, we were talking about accountability, and there are five steps to using accountability to have success, whether it's getting to your ideal healthy goal weight, whether it's relationships, business, hobbies, whatever. And we talked about step number one, which was commit to the program. Step number two, commit to a new habit. And step number three, which was have somebody who you hold in high value to help you uh, be accountable. In other words, someone that you would not want to say, oh, I didn't do whatever it was that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, welcome back, Shane. That would be me, yeah. Shane Jeremy James. And I see you're reading a book. Yeah, I'm reading a book as we're uh, doing <laughs> the show today. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting, I'm all ready to go, and I look, he's reading this book, and I'm just sort of sitting here, and he looks at me, are, are you waiting for me? I go, well, yeah, you're reading a book. <laughs> you know, I can't start while you're reading a book. He says, no, no, no go right ahead. Go ahead, I'm reading a book. I'm getting some knowledge as we're speaking. Actually, the book I'm reading is actually looking through, I know, it's called Mindless Eating. Mindless Eating. Mindless Eating. Why We Eat More Than We Think. By Brian Wansink. It's actually a really good book. I'll I'll recommend it on here today. Mindless Eating by Brian Wansink. Okay. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly, but it's Mindless Eating. You'll find it. Cool. So what is it about that book that you find fascinating? I find fascinating about this book is that it... um, talks somewhat about obviously mindless eating like it said about eating certain things like comfort foods and and not and, thinking uh, when you're eating not thinking when you're eating and, and it actually even gives you some scripts to go through kind of like some hypnosis stuff in a way right okay so um so there, there's some good tips in here uh there's good tips about anchoring which i talk about a lot he talks a bit about how our advertisers anchor us to food Mm. And that creates mindless eating because yeah. we're anchored to stuff that we don't know. And, and we, we talk about that a about lot that. on our radio show, yeah, right? Huge. We talk about McDonald's all the time. Yeah, let's give them the stat that I just read. This is like an unbelievable stat. Everybody listen to this stat that I just got from McDonald's. And this is from For- Fortune Magazine. Fortune Magazine. And, and you Actually, I, ask the question. Yeah, if I asked you a question, do you think people eat in a restaurant no, more? in McDonald's. In, oh, yeah, in McDonald's more. Then they eat through the drive-thru. So in other words, do people go in and sit down at McDonald's and eat their Big Macs, yeah. or do they drive through? Now you asked me. You asked me the question. Asked me the question. I said 25% use the drive-through, 75% sit and eat. Yeah. Then we asked Paul, our radio show producer. He said, "Well, 20% use the drive-through and 80% okay. eat. eat." So he and I are pretty close, you right? Are. You're pretty close. And now. What's the truth? No, the truth is you guys are totally oblivious <laughs> to <laughs> what you're talking about. We're absolutely, completely you're absolutely wrong. wrong. And this stat I found very fascinating because I have to admit, I would have not guessed, I would have guessed close to you guys. I probably would have guessed 40%. Okay. 70% of people drive through the drive through at McDonald's nowadays rather than go eat in. That's that amazing. That is just, uh, it's Ridiculous. You don't even get the exercise of getting out of your car and walking into the restaurant. It shows how lazy our society has become. Well, I told you that you 
you need to go and watch the biggest horror show of the summer. 2008, blockbuster, number one horror show, in my opinion, if Shane Jeremy James went and watched it. You'd be halfway through that movie, you would be just freaking out, shaking, the popcorn would be all over the place, and you would be yelling and screaming, running out of the theater. That's how scary that movie this is. This movie is? Yeah. So what are you going to say? It's like poltergeist, and then you're going to ask me, is it fiction or non-fiction? Or? No. Okay, no. my way off? The movie is a Disney movie by Pixar. Wally. Wally. <laughs> Everyone listening, I don't know who's listening right now that's gone seen Wally, but Wally is... I haven't seen it. I've heard a lot about it now, obviously, because I'm, you know... I've been telling them. Telling me, and actually other people have called me now and told me to, because obviously I'm in the weight loss industry, and everyone wants my opinion on it, right? Right, right. And it's a cartoon movie, and I said, well, am I going to go there and be sitting with kids that are 10 and 11 <laughs> beside me, and there's me sitting there going, Wally, but I guess Our it's kids not. won't go with us. We go without yeah, the kids. This is, I found that very fascinating that Scott went with his uh, mom and dad. No, with mom and sister dad. And sister and brother. Mom and dad would have been worse of a more visual. You <laughs> I was the kid. Yeah. That's right. They would have held your hand and bend you popcorn. It was scary. And... It was scary. So he went and seen Wally, and Wally was a show about big cartoon people, correct? No, what it, what it was was, of course, the planet was so full of garbage that all the humans had to leave, and they went on this huge spaceship. Yeah. And for 700 years, and when you finally see the humans, they are like walrus, walruses. I mean, they so are they just massive. ate and ate and ate yeah, and got they, bigger and bigger and bigger. They bigger. sit on these hover chairs. They've got these holographic mm. TVs in front of them. They put out their hand, and a robot sticks of soapy yeah. or something in there. Kids get the food, mm. and it's like... Oh, today's fashion color is blue, and they're wearing a red jumpsuit, and it just automatically turns to blue. Yeah, and they're all wearing the same thing, and they're all they and can't. They're all they're like bigger climax, and bigger and bigger. Yeah, the climax of the movie is when the captain gets out of his seat, and he's barely able to yeah. stand to fight with the robotic first mate, and you know. So I mean, it so, is your horror vision of the future come true. You know what? Think about this. Let's put this into reality now. My horror vision of the future right now is starting to become true. Yeah. Because right now we have an epidemic on our hands. 60% of our population is overweight. Yeah. 15 to 20%. And I think that's a stat. You know, I'm not going to quote exact numbers on that, right? Yeah. So all you gurus listening right now, don't be calling me up and saying, hey, that wasn't the exact number. Yeah, it was, so it was 14.7. So yeah, 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 you know, I get that sometimes, right? Because some of them don't know what they're talking about. But anyways, um, we won't go there. Um, so the obesity rate is something like that stat, you know, 12.5 to whatever. Okay. 18.5 or something like that, right? Percentage. So we've got obesity rate there. You know, the overweight 60, 60, 60 to 65% now, I'd say. Well, and don't they and also change that so that what used to be obese 100 years ago is now like normal weight? Yeah, yeah, really, when you think about that, like supersizing everything, right? Yeah. So when you look at that, now we have an epidemic. Now this is a stat. This is why I say Wally is actually happening. My worst nightmare is happening as we speak. By 2015, they say that 95% of our population will be overweight. That's 95% by 2015, so we are Wally. And yeah, seven that years from now, 40% to 60% could be obese. Yeah. So we are that movie. Yeah, we are we, that movie. We are that movie. We are becoming Wally. Our no, kids, we're becoming the people in We're Wally. in Wally, yeah. yeah. Well, we might as well just call ourselves Wally. <laughs> we're all Wally's. We're all Wally's. So 
That's our kids. That's our future. And yeah. this is the first time ever in history where they say that we might outlive our kids due to the epidemic of weight and obesity. See, there's not a crisis about smoking anymore. There's not a crisis about alcohol anymore. There's not a crisis about drinking anymore. There's not a crisis about drugs anymore. As much as there's a crisis about overeating, weight, fatness, and all the problems obesity. that come from it. All the problems that are coming for it. It's an epidemic, period. Yeah, we got to do something about it, and that's why we're here talking to you. So mm -hmm. go see Wally, and uh, there's the future. Don't eat the popcorn. That's right. Go see Wally, and please don't become Wally. That's right. Well, and actually, he, Wally's and, a cute robot, but, but, but the people in it are the ones we're concerned yeah, the, about. The people, yeah. I don't even know who Wally is. I'm just <laughs> getting an image of this, this fat thing. But anyways, but anyways... You know, let's back up for a minute because I want to address something I think that's really important right now. I want to address that there could be people listening right now that go, well, I already feel like I'm, as I would say, Wally. I already feel like I'm fat, Shane. I already feel like I'm obese. I already feel like I'm overweight. You know, I, I was 65 pounds and overweight. I know how you feel. You know, I really do. Yeah. So I'm backing it up because today's the day to change. That's right. The past does not equal the future. And that comes straight from Tony Robbins' quote that he, he branded himself with years ago. And, and we can change today. So today is a new day. So if you're sitting there right now feeling bad because you feel that you're already like that right now, today's a brand new day. It doesn't right. matter. The past does not matter. It's over and done with. That's why you're listening here right now. Just from you sitting listening to this podcast and wanting to learn and change your brain cells and your neurochemical transmitters in your head right now and failing to take the action and actually sit here and listen, you're actually 3% of the population right now that actually sits and listens to something. The rest of the population, the 97% is not doing what you're doing to create a change. That's right. So you're ahead of everybody right now, and if you keep doing it, I guarantee your life will change. That's right. And the other thing, too, is repetition is how you become a master of anything. We've got, this is our 79th episode. Or is it our 80? It's our 80th, it's our 80th birthday. It's our 80th anniversary, yeah. 80th, 80th episode. Yeah. So we have well over 40 hours of free podcast episodes available on iTunes or at www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. And you listen to them and you listen to them and you do the work that we tell you to do and you will do what Shane and I have done. He's lost 65 pounds, I've lost about 20 pounds in the last year or so. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the other thing, you know, we're talking about McDonald's and everything else. We live in a fast food, instant gratification society and you have to understand that's not reality. You took a while to put the weight on, it's going to take a little while to take the weight off. We, there, we can't mm -hmm. do it instantaneously and it's not healthy to do it instantaneously either. You need to make that change. And so when you go through this stuff and you go through this stuff and you do those three steps of accountability we taught you last week and you do the last two we're going to teach you this week, and you actually apply that, you're going to take massive steps towards the life that you want to live. That's right. And the people that l listened last week, and if you haven't listened last week and you're listening right now, you need to go back and listen to the last week to yeah. get the first three steps of this accountability program. Otherwise, it might not make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that wrote the contract out and did it, and, and, and there was actually quite a few of you that actually went to weightlossinthemind.com and joined our membership site That's from right. the last podcast. So I'd just like to say thank you for going over and doing that. And, and I got a few emails back, well, a few, quite a few, over 50 emails back in yeah. one day nice. that when I got those back, they said that I actually wrote the contract out 
and I hung it on my wall, and some of you even put it in your pocket and actually carry it around with you. Yeah. So congratulations. That is the key to success. Keep doing it. Reward yourself, not with an ice cream. Every time you think of a reward, you think of some ice cream or whatever. Don't reward yourself with an ice cream. Reward yourself. Go to the spa and get a, a pedicure spa, or yes. something. Get a hot rock massage. There you go. That's right. A facial. A facial. Your nails done. I mean, if you're a guy, you don't have to get your nails done, but <laughs> you can do something a guy thing would do. Go get a go to a football game. Go to a football game. Don't eat the popcorn <laughs> at the football game, but go to a football game. Run around the stadium. Anyways, reward yourself. If you are taking action, that's one of the most important things to do is actually reward yourself. So some of you probably are sitting there right now going, okay, Shane, come on now. Okay, okay, what are the last two steps? You've talked enough. All right, I won't make you wait anymore. Are you guys ready? Come on, how bad do you want it? Are you ready? Do you want it bad enough? I don't know if I should give it to them yet. What do you think? I think they're ready. You think they're ready? But I'm a softie. All right, all right, I'll give it to them. The fourth step is, and remember, if you guys have not listened to the podcast previous, you're not going to understand what the first three are. The fourth step is forecast your intent. And forecast your intent. Yes, and what I mean by that is you got to go out and you have to. Yes, I said it, ladies and gentlemen. It is a have to. That's how I run my life. It's a have to. That's how I succeed. Doesn't become a hope. Doesn't become a maybe. Doesn't become a wish. It becomes a have to in my life, ladies so and gentlemen. It's not a dream. It's not a dream. It's a have to. See what happens is when I do a have to, it makes my dreams come true. Nice. Yeah, easy as that. Now, um, so what you're going to do is. You are going to forecast your intent to the world. You're going to go tell your coworkers what you're going to do. You're going to say, yes, I am, let's say, for example, you go to weightlossinthemind.com. Let's say you take my exercise programs and you follow them, the same ones that I lost 65 pounds on. Let's say you take the eating plan out of there. You take the exercise and you follow the mind strategies. And you say, I'm, I'm going to follow this website. I'm going to follow everything Shane says. Yeah. And I guarantee if you follow my program, you'll get the exact same results that I got, 65 pounds less. So if you say, and I'm just using this example, right. if you go over and you commit to that, you're going to go tell everybody, I'm committing to this. You're going to tell your friends, we're committing to this. Maybe someone will jump on board with you. And you're going to tell everybody that you talk to, everybody around you. You're going to tell the world. You're going to tell so many people your intent because they're going to hold you accountable because what happens is something that happens in the brain. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden we tell people, we put it out to the universe, tell everybody, tell your cat, tell your dog, tell your goldfish, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell your tell, kids, tell your kids, yeah. tell well, everybody. They'll hold you accountable, that's for sure. They will. So tell everybody. Tell the world. Write it's it down. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. So often, what do we do? Good. That's a good point, Scott. I like that word you use, the secret. Too often we use it. I was almost like a secret because that's almost like setting ourselves up for failure. Because if we don't tell anybody, we know that we can quit. And nobody knows. Nobody knows. Big deal. Let's let's not go for it. It doesn't really matter. It's not important. Let's just do it in our own little head. That means when we quit, we can feel bad about ourselves for a while, but we don't really have to be accountable to anybody. That's why I'm calling this an accountability program. It's one of the most one of the most used accountability programs around. Mm -hmm. That's people have had success with their weight and their health life on. I've even had a lot of people take this accountability program and use the exact same one for their money and their success and even their relationships. Nice. So use it, apply it, and your life will change. Step number five is 
Be accountable to your currency. Okay, so be accountable to your currency. Yes. I like this one, actually. This is a very unique spin on an accountability program. And let me give you an example before I tell you exactly what it is so you can get a visual and an image in your head. The example that I'm going to give you is, I'll do this in my seminars. So I'll be up speaking and I'll say, how bad do you guys want success? And everybody goes, yes, I want it really bad. And they go, how bad? And they go, so bad. And I go, are you willing to do anything? And most of them go, yes, anything, anything, you know, anything in my morales, values, and beliefs. You know, usually you won't go to that. I'm not asking you to go out of your morales, values, or beliefs. But I'm saying, what do you want? You want it bad enough? And they're like, yes, yeah, so bad, Shane. How bad do you want it? So I go on and on. They want it bad enough. I create enough emotional intensity in there. And so then they say, okay. And I say, you got to be accountable to your currency. And then this is the strategy that I give them. I say, pull out your checkbooks. And they all pull out their checkbooks. I told them to bring a checkbook with them to the seminar. And they pull it out. And I say, what you're going to do now is you're going to write a check for $5,000. You're going to put my name on it. That would be Shane Jeremy James. And after you put my name on that check, you're going to give it to me. If you follow your program for three months, I will not cash your check. But if you actually break your commitment to the program, I cash the check. You are now $5,000 less in debt. You're in money. That didn't even make any sense, what it less in debt. <laughs> That's all right. I don't so, mind. So... <laughs> So what you're saying is I write a check for $5,000, I give you the check, and in two months I fall off the wagon, so you cash the check. I cash the and check. And I know you're going to cash the check, so what I do is I go, oh, I'm going to make sure that I do what I say I'm going to do mm -hmm. because I don't want to lose the five grand. Mm -hmm. that is and that's big motivation. Talk about motivating yourself. See, I have people do this in seminars, and they stick to this program, you guys. Here's a good example. Lady steps up. She says, Shane, I'm willing to put my car in the line. I said, well, first, don't tell me your car's worth $200 either. Yeah. <laughs> she said, what do you drive? She says, I drive a Lexus. Nice. Brand new Lexus. Convertible. So I you look good in it. I said, is it outside? She said, yeah. I take everybody outside. I said, let's take a look at the convertible. I said, oh, I look good in that. <laughs> Come on. You know what? This is probably the first time where I don't actually want somebody to succeed on my program because <laughs> I really want a new Lexus convertible. She says, I'm ready. I said, you know what's going to be interesting if uh, you don't succeed? I said, I'll be going to be driving by in your Lexus convertible and you're at the bus stop and I'm <laughs> waving. Because the bottom line is they know that I'll come take the car. Yeah. They'll you're know serious. that I'll take the money. Yeah, this is, not, this is not a joke to me because for me, this is your health life, right? A lot of times I tell people, get in the train of thinking. It's not about your waistband. It's about your lifespan. Mm -hmm. Very important. That's right. To change that thinking. Okay, so... She stands up and she puts her car on the line. Now, I'll tell you this. I am not a proud owner of a Lexus, but I am a proud owner of somebody who has lost 45 pounds. Nice. So nice. I would actually rather take somebody achieving that result than take the Lexus because that's just a material possession. That's right. So th that's where I'm proud of That's a of great her. story. Totally. She stood up and did it, and I have many people stand up and do it, and I don't cash their $5,000 checks. I've had some people leave the country, so I wouldn't cash it, but and that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> so I've had no, no one's left the country. At least I don't, at least I don't think so. Anyways. But you can see how that would be very motivating. That's right. So how could you guys use this in your real life? Well, you could either get me to coach you, and then I could 
hold you accountable so you can go over to uh, and to where weightlossinmind.com and yep. about my coaching program or you can also um, hold somebody that's around you right now tell yep. them say look I'm going to write you a check maybe it's like even you get a certain amount of money and and, and, or, and if you say or you're a woman or you're a guide and you could use your spouse's this and you could say I usually take you know $300 in spending money I'm going to actually give you my spending money like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that's going to really hurt. That's right. You can't go, I'm going to do $20, and you don't even care about the $20, that's right. right? That's, that's right. not the point of this exercise. Yeah, it's got to be painful. The point of this exercise is you're going to stand up, and you're going to put something on the line that you would not want to give up. And that is something that's really important to you. Well, if you're a football fan, you could say, I'm not going to watch any football games the whole season if I... If I you know, do it three months yeah. before the season starts, right? Mm-hmm. Next three months, if I don't do it, I'm not watching a game. Not watching a game. And that would be like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, so there's all kinds of things that you can come up with that you can lay on the line. That's right. And so come up with, be creative in yourself. What's really important to you? What would you put on the line? Maybe you have season tickets at some hockey game. Maybe yeah. you have season tickets at yeah, some go, game. you got to give, give them your, up. Give it to your brother-in-law and say, if I don't do this in the next three months when the season starts, you get the tickets for the year. Um, that's right. And you don't want him coming back every two or three days saying, what a great hockey game that was. That's what right. a great football game. Oh, man, did you ever miss it? Did you see that play? And you go, oh. Yeah. The, the, the most they'll be saying is, I seen you on TV at that Chicago's Bulls game. That was supposed to be my seat. Yeah, that's right. But one of the things that you're saying is, is that we're very mo- we can be very motivated by pain, fear of loss. We are more motivated by pain than, than we pleasure. are by pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's like one thing to say, okay, you know, I want to be really, really healthy. It's another thing to say, I don't want to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You uh, tell somebody that they can make a lot more money and give them an opportunity and say, here, you have to get up an extra three hours a day, and you're actually going to become a millionaire. And that's the bottom line truth. I'll be honest with you guys. If you get enough extra three hours a day and you work those three hours, you will become a millionaire if you're yeah. focused, right? Yeah, because nobody's you, know, you got no competition. But yeah, exactly. But the thing is, people look at that and they say, "Yeah, I would love to be a millionaire, but to get up the three extra hours." Now I come to you and I say, "Okay, your house is paid off, but you have to get up three hours before." Or if you don't, I'm going to take away your house. You get up and you get up for those three hours because you don't want your house taken away. That's right. See, and that's a good example of how we're more motivated by pain than we are by pleasure. Yeah, sad but true. Sad but true, yes. But if you can shift your mind and your thinking. Well, now you can use right? it, right? And this is the thing because a lot of times we're not aware of this. Yeah. See, we're giving examples and we're not aware of. I mean, at one point in my life, I was not aware that we're more motivated by pain than pleasure. Mm-hmm. And at one time of my life, I actually got stuck in success. And a lot of times people say, well, how can you be stuck in success? Because what happens is we start to get somewhat success. So let's use health, and I'll give you two examples. I'll give you health and business. One, health is you start to get some results. So you get about close maybe to the weight that you want to be at, or you start to hit your goal weight so you have the success. And then all of a sudden you get in a comfort zone. Yeah. So you maybe start to eat a little more. You don't stay in your exercise program, but you really want to go to the next level. So you just kind of take it to that level. So you stop maybe exercising as much, and that's bad for your body, bad for your heart, bad for your kidneys, bad for everything. So you actually get stuck in success in what I call, the most scariest word is called the comfort zone. Yeah, that's right. Right? So you get comfortable, and comfortable makes you stagnant. Anytime you get comfortable... You're not growing. 
Well, that's one of the things you say is you get to the top of the mountain and then you start climbing. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking, it reminded me of the... I dropped about 20 pounds and I was really excited. My waist was slim and all the rest of it. And I thought, this is great. And the first thing that happened when I hit that my goal weight was I started having a chocolate chip cookie, which I had never, I didn't have the whole time I was losing my weight. Yeah. Right? Then I would have some spaghetti dinners, and then mm-hmm. I would have some bread. Yeah. And next thing you know, boom, 10 pounds were on, like, over, it seemed like overnight. Yeah. And I thought, oh, and I knew exactly what had happened. I hit it, I thought, oh, I'm king, you know what. Yeah. And I got it, I've got it made, and then I just, I wasn't as disciplined. Yeah, you started. Three or four or five weeks later, uh, I was like, oh. And of course, I've now developed those bad habits. Yeah. Right. So then I had to go through that whole process again to get mm-hmm. back down. Yeah. So I think that's really you're really right. I mean, you've got to be very vigilant, very disciplined. You do. You have to be very aware of when you start to create that success that you don't slide back. That's right. Into not you know not as successful that you keep pushing. Yeah. You keep pushing for that success. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep doing the same things and. And even doing different things. And, and there's a program that, that I teach that I think is very important. And it has to do a lot with weight loss, but it actually doesn't seem like it has to do with weight loss. And that program is, is, is it's just one of the CDs that I've finished creating. And that's actually teaching people how to live completely different so they can actually lose weight. And probably people are going, mm-hmm. well, what are you talking about, Shane? And that's actually doing everyday stuff that you normally would not do, that creates behavioral change that actually creates changes in your weight. And it actually has nothing to do with the weight because it's all in the mind. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, that CD is like just about done. Cool. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to get into that in a little more depth. Yeah, for sure. So there's the five steps. Yes, the five steps were... Commit, commit to a program. Yeah. Commit to a new habit. Yeah. Find someone to hold you accountable who you hold in high value. That's right, yeah. Was Step one? number four was commit to your currency. Oh, commit to your currency. No, that's five. Step number four was forecast your... Oh, yeah, forecast your intent. Forecast your intent. So, in other words, let everybody know what it is you intend to do. Yes. It's kind of like burning the bridge behind you. Mm. You know, it's like, cross the bridge, burn it. I can't go back there anymore because I told everybody I'm going this way. That's, there's a story about that. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah and Cortez. Is it Cortez? Do you know that story? Yeah, yeah. It's a good story. Why don't you tell it? Sure. Well, Cortez was told by the Queen of Spain to conquer the New World. Yeah. So he came across, I think he had three ships full of Spanish yeah, it was three ships. warriors. And he got and he got there with the, you know, I don't know, three, four hundred war, you know, guys, his army, you know. Mm-hmm. And he looks out and there's like ten thousand Incas or Aztecs. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my goodness, we're like hooped here, right? And he mm-hmm. could see the fear in all the men. So he said, Get up he got everybody off the ship and then he burnt the ships. And and they were all looking and he said Pretty much got no place to go, eh? Once you burn the ships. Yeah, so I mean, there's the ships behind you burning, there's the ocean behind you, you're on the beach, and ahead of you is 10,000, you know, screaming war, maniac Inca warriors, right? And he said, you either win or you die. And, of course, they end up conquering uh, Mexico. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. It's a great story showing that once you make the decision... To push forward, yeah, and you, that, t- and don't, and you go back. don't look back, and you don't turn back. Just like your health life, that's a good, great metaphor with that story. Because you, you in your health life, once you make the decision to move forward, 
Yeah. You don't move back. Just like we were talking about the Wally show, the people right now that are overweight, that may be obese listening to us right now. Why don't you make that decision to move forward? Just like the ships, you burn everything else behind you. Yeah. And you move forward. There's no looking back. That's right. There's only the future ahead of us. And the future gets better and the future gets brighter. That's right. Right? That's the that's the great thing about life in this wonderful world is that we've got a future. We can just push forward and as we push forward and we focus on the right things and we think about the right things, our life will get completely better. That's right. Change, so. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. So head over to freeweightlosspodcast.com and let us know what you how you're doing on your accountability program. Yes. We want to know. Yes, we had a lot of people go over last time. That's right. And then sign up and look at the stuff. And yeah. There's all kinds of action going on over at the site. So That's right. If you have any comments or if you have any questions for me, go over there and leave your questions. And Yeah, we get them. We read them all. And our, our weight loss membership site, weightlossinthemind.com, is live. We've got lots of great stuff there. And it's a huge, huge investment. I mean, you're talking about that $5,000 check. I mean, this just dwarfs it mm. on a monthly basis. Yes. What was it again? Three dollars and thirty-three cents. Oh yeah, that's right. So <laughs> a lot of people actually said to me, a lot of uh, fitness people and motivational speakers said to me, "You're crazy, Shane, to charge three dollars and thirty-three cents when you could charge like so much more for your programs." Yeah. But you know, the reason I did it is because when I went out and looked at the rest of the gurus, everyone was charging for memberships sites like. You know, it was, most of them were like in between the $39 and up. You know, yeah. some were 29 They were expensive. They were expensive. And, and I thought that, you know, it's really not fair. If we're really trying to change the world. We're really trying to help people. Then we give away better information than them, more in-depth information than That's them. That's right. And we charge away lesser price. Not because of its lesser value, because I have a better heart to actually change the world. Well, that's our goal. We want to have impact a lot of people. Yeah, so make sure including you. you guys tell your friends about us because we can only charge such a low price, $3.33 for all my work, if you actually go out and start telling all your friends and help us spread the word or I'd have to raise my prices. That's you know, right. That's really it is. So yeah. we're actually counting on a lot of you to go out and help us too to make this happen. And, and I'll say this, you guys have been. You've been yeah. signing up like crazy. So thank you so much. That's right. Keep up the good work. Yes. Take action. That's right. You Be accountable. Up. Yes, you keep up the good work and we'll keep up the good work. That's right. That's the deal. We'll see you all next week. Until next time. Think fit and be fit.